screedle deedle, a doodly dee, a screedle deedly in the white spaces of the comic page, ladies and gentlemen, all that good gooey stuff that goes in and around the comic book universe, whether or not it be on the actual pages with the artists and the writers, or if it's with the characters that you enjoy as they are expressed in other media like television and movie and even song. That's what we talk about in these gutters. Dope. So... DC Universe Infinite. DC Universe is being replaced with DC Infinite, a premium digital comics platform with single issues as well as original graphic novels, all of which will be uploaded six months after they hit store shelves. Subscribers will also have earlier access to new digital-first comics such as DC's Hope at World's End, Harley Quinn Black and White and Red, Injustice Year Zero, etc. There will also be DC Universe Infinite Originals... Oh. I'm learning this as I'm reading the notes, which will be comics exclusive <laughs> to the service. It will cost $7.99 a month or $75 a year, which is $6.25 a month, in comparison to Marvel's Unlimited, Marvel's premium subscription service that costs $9.99 a month and $69 a year, for which is uh, $5.75 a month. So they're, they're... So wait, it's cheaper per month, but more expensive per year? For no, it's more, it's more, it's, it's, DC is more expensive per year, yeah. but cheaper per month. Yes. So, Len, what do you think about this? As a person who typically doesn't read single issues in your personal life, and you mm -hmm. only do it for the show. That's right. Do you read, That's right. Do you, do you bother with D, uh, Marvel Unlimited or anything like that? And are you going to be checking out the DC version of that? Okay, here's the thing. This is, for me, personally, this is not... A big thing because I don't as a whole don't like digital comics so it's not it, it doesn't mean anything for me however I do know a ton of people who do enjoy reading comic books digitally right and for them I think that this could be a very big thing because it you'll have access to the to the DC Comics, uh, and let's face it, if you're a comic book, um, you love DC Comics, this might be an easier way to get it than, than you know, because they've changed up their whole way of getting the periodicals to your store. Um, it's, it's, it's easy, it's a way to read the, stay up to date on your new comics while also exploring DC's history in comic books. Mm -hmm. um, it's relatively inexpensive way to do this. Uh, it's a smart move and to be honest for the longest time on the DC Universe app it has been the part that has been the part of the app that has seen the most updates being made to it um, because it does cost more to update with original you know uh, content as far as shows all of those shows now moving over to Warner streaming service which is HBO Max which makes perfect sense this makes sense it's it's like warner media finally got somebody people in charge who are like okay let's make sense of this like yes are we maybe following the footsteps of our you know our competition sure 
but they were doing it right let's just do it and try and do it do it better with our properties it makes actually perfect sense for people and and there are a lot of people that are excited about it and i'm excited for them go on no can we answer some of uh, um, Christopher St. Salsa Goodnight's questions? Because they're like they, they think they're pretty good. Well, hold on, I want to make sure that Brandon has joined us. No, no. <laughs> so no. What are the questions that Brand, uh, St. Salsa asked us? So he he mentions. So if we subscribe, is it any books? Do you have to pay for each issue, or is it you subscribe and you can read whatever? So. With these services, I, I presume, and it sounds like it's going to be exactly like Marvel Unlimited, with these services, you it's it's like Netflix. You pay a monthly and or annual fee, and you're able to read whatever they decide to put on the service. The app. Exactly. It is not, it is not a, a pay-as-you-go, which is great, but you're also at the whims of whatever they want to put on their digital service to read it you can't go in there and be like mm, i want to read this issue this issue this issue like you're just you're at the you're at the, the service of them and they've they've already decided that it's what six months six months right so like a book comes out on the shelves within six months or no, la- no, no longer no later than six months no earlier than six months it'll be on the app but they don't say that everything that sees publication is going to be on the app in six months there has been They're a probably going to I'm sorry, there's been a bunch of stuff on the Marvel app. I have Marvel Unlimited just in case I want to, like, check up on an old issue or something. I generally don't use it very often, but if there's something like, oh, I want to check out that issue. Let me see if it's on the Marvel app. No, it's not. Okay, never mind. Really? Yeah, there's – it it costs a lot for them to digitize, like, especially older books before digital readers were were so prevalent. Scanning and – It's incredibly expensive to scan – but then also reformat for a reader um, what was nor- what was already on the page. So, like, unless they draw it digitally, it's very difficult to, like, transfer the process. So people that are that sign up for these services thinking that, like, holy shit, we're going to see all that out-of-print stuff and it's going to be great. Hold on. Like, don't get too excited. It's actually just going to be whatever they're able to do for you over the course of time. Like, if you look at DC Universe now... They are still updating. They, they still update with, like, runs of things, but they do it in pieces, and they mm-hmm. do it... Like, it's it's not it's not a... They're not opening the vault it fe- for you. It feels a little... <laughs> it feels very disorganized. Uh, even when they're yeah. uploading chunks of books, here's issues 1, 2, 3, 7, 9, 23, 40. <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool idea... But I don't think it's, at least for now, if you want, if you're a completionist, if you want the whole thing, is if you're if you follow, it's not a one for one comparison to reading weekly yeah. or carte blanche, whether that's digital or in print. It's not a replacement of that. It's just like a supplement of that. Yeah. It's it's maybe you still follow weekly and month by month, but you don't maybe get trades anymore. And you just kind of have them digitally, or you rent them digitally. Sam- I, I, like Samuel David uh, makes a good point. So it's not unlimited at all. <laughs> it's very limited. Limited access. Oh, I mean, then it's then it's uh, a little short of infinite, then too, isn't it? Yeah. Brandon. Hi. So Brandon, hi. Welcome to the show. This everyone. This is Brandon. Yay! It's Brandon. Yay! It's Brandon. There he is. Um, I, I like know. the service. I'm particularly 
you know, I'm happy about it. I was the one who kept saying I wanted comics to stay on. I wanted DC Universe to keep going because I wanted the comics to keep going. Um, right. And, like, this is why. is because now you guys have seen, like, what Marvel Unlimited offers and everything. And you can see why I would want that to also exist for DC. So, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, we were just, like, before you had jumped on, we were just saying, like, it's cool as a service. But I personally don't think it is a one. Unless you're willing to just abandon current stories for a while i don't think it's a one-for-one replacement yet of still following the books that you enjoy because there's no guarantee that they will be on the service in six months and they put whatever they want on the service in whatever time frame they want so if you're following a book and they just don't put it on the app they won't i mean i haven't seen that i've seen like i know like older stuff they have trouble with but like the newer issues soon as they come up like, within six months, they usually get, up, up, like, uploaded. Like, I was just checking to make sure, and, like, on Marvel Unlimited right now, like, Ironworks 2020 number one is on there, and that just came out, like, at the end of July. So, like, you know, it's the beginning of September, and so that's six months, pretty much. So, like, it seems like newer issues, like, if you're trying to keep up with newer issues that come out week to week, you're usually pretty good. It seems like it's the older stuff, like... I don't know, like stuff from the 60s and 70s and stuff, that seems like it's where it's a little iffier. Yeah. Right, and because that's because they got to go in and digitize yeah. all of that stuff to be to be uploaded. So let me just make sure that I understand what you're saying, Brandon, cause, and this is how I read it. So DC, and we're talking about the DC app going forward. So let's say the DC books that came came out for September, right? All of whatever books they, they issued for September in six months those same new books should be available on the new dc unlimited app they Correct? should yes yes right right all, all of them at once or from what i can tell yeah maybe like if not the same day it definitely within the same week it seems like over the course of the week they upload the yeah the issues See that see and that's that was my understanding of it and to me that is a win-win for people. Now to Noel's point, like if you don't want to stay up to date on these current stories, that might be a, a bit of a you know, a slog for you. But if you're someone like me who's already resigned to that I'm waiting for the trace, I'm waiting for the stories to be done anyway, yeah. then if I get into the schedule of the app that I'm reading these these books on those schedules then it's fine i'm paying 6.99 and so if i'm six months behind on a story hey quiet is kept if i stay away from a lot of the news i can still be surprised by these books that are that are happening it's it's digital trade waiting is all yeah, it is pretty much right yeah. yeah like i know there's people on reddit like there's a marvel subreddit and then there's a marvel unlimited one and on the marvel one they discuss the comic they have a discussion thread where people can discuss books week to week and then on the um, Marvel Unlimited one, it's the same thing. It's just six months old. So people go there, and if they want to talk about books with people, they'll just be talking about books that are six months old. So it's a good way of, like, it's pretty much like you're, like the books are coming out week to week for you. It's just your week to week is six months after everyone else's. Yeah. I, I, um, I'll, 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 I'll be the old man get off my lawn about it. I, part of the joy of reading these comics is the um, immediacy of it and the conversation of it. I don't know if I necessarily, like this doesn't feel like that big of an offering for me 
to forego that, forego the the conversation and the immediacy and the because it is it's soap opera. It's it's things happening in real time in a way that you're enjoying, that you're absorbing with a community, and then you're discussing it. I don't know if I want to do the back end six month later version of it. Right. Personally. Yeah, it's like so, it's up to So the value yeah. proposition is a little it's it's just not enough for me personally. Yeah, it's person to person, definitely. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Alright. See I, I I guess I don't feel that because I find that more and more, and maybe this is because I wait for the trade, the conversations that I enjoy having with people are more about the business of the genre as opposed to the everyday like, you know, Oh, what happened in Iron Man this this week? Oh, Hellcat was back. You see when she gave him that dig? It's like, no, I didn't read it. I'm I'm reading it on online, so I'll I'll read it in six months. Call me in December. You know, I get to have both of those conversations though. So, <laughs> no flipping us off to the audience at home. <laughs> Slowly. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I completely agree with you. So, like, I love that kind of shit too. Like talking about like the 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 overarching uh, trajectory of a character, the business of comic books, the art of the storytelling. I in, in collective format, like I enjoy the shit out of that too. Um, but it's just it's a different muscle. It's a different of of the weekly happens happenings and goings and stuff. Like, um, yeah. No, I I I don't I don't want to give up that for for digital service that's delayed. Now, yeah. Brandon, you you were subscribing to DC Universe, were yep. you not? Okay, so now with it turning to DC Infinite and all of its its uh, the the shows that were there going to HBO Max, or how do you feel about that? I don't mind because I usually I still pick up my books from JD week to week, so I was still using DC Universe for older comics, so I'm still going to keep it for that. Like, I wasn't even watching that, you know, I would watch the shows when they came out, like the ones I liked, but there were, like, gaps in that, and I still kept DC Universe because I liked having the comics and stuff. So now I'll still subscribe and still have those comics and everything. And also, I already have HBO Max as well, so this doesn't really change anything for me. So I'm okay with it. Plus, um, you know, there's going to be, like, digital first, so that'll be interesting. I doubt it'll be, you know, that good, if we're being honest. But I'll, I'll look some, at it. Yeah, some of the digital first have been pretty cool. So oh, yeah. like the the swamp, uh, the Mark Russell Swamp Thing series was really good. They're doing, um, they're getting like top talent to do uh, Harley Quinn, red, black, white, and red. Yeah, I've been white, reading black, that. That's something been good. Like that. Yeah. Um, also, to uh, a lot of the Injustice books now are digital first, and deceased books are digital first. Like they're they're at least trying to infuse new content into this model. I don't I, I the format bothers me usually but apparently it's really really good. I'm just waiting for it to get printed. Yeah, when I say digital first, I specifically mean the DC Universe Infinite digital first. Those are the ones I'm not super I think they're going to be about. the same thing. No, they said they're going to be the same thing. They said there's going to be originals that are specifically for DC Universe and digital There's going to be the digital first that have been coming out and then there's going to be specific ones that are just on DC Universe Infinite. Wait, are they going to make people pay for the digital firsts that aren't like if I was a member of of DC Universe Infinite, mm -hmm. if it's digital first, that shit should be mine also. I had this problem with their their direct to video movies. They were like, it's going to be the 
the home of all the direct-to-video movies and blah, 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 but oh. but but it's going to be four months until you paid members can see it. Like, yeah, fuck. no, I think if if you have DC Universe Infinite, then you'll get like DC's Hope at World's End. You'll get Injustice Year Zero. You'll get those when it comes out. I think so. Yeah, that's it I don't know be. yet, like, but that's what it sounds like. I don't like. know. I would fight like I would. That's like a deal breaker. If it's digital first, it should be on my paid service as a member. Yeah. Period. Not yeah. because I get like the 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 physical market and the digital market having a space between them. But if it's a digital market and I mean, a digital premium market, fudge you. No. Yeah, I I didn't like no. that with the movies at all. I I I agree. No, I didn't like that at all. That made no sense to me. Like the physical, I made it made sense. You're still trying to hold on to the old model, so you're going to give it like a little space between. Yeah. Them. But if it's digital first, then it should come to the app first. That's the reason why you are getting our monthly subscription. I mean, you yeah. Know? So on the press thing, it says specifically subscribers will have earlier access to new digital first comics. So I assume that that means you'll get them same day, maybe even earlier, if you have the service. And you never have to pay... The whole thing is you don't pay for the comics, you're paying for the monthly subscription. And if mm-hmm. it's like Marvel Unlimited, you won't have to pay extra for it. So, yeah. Right on. Right, um, we'll see. But, yeah, Gentlemen. and then they'll, yeah, there'll be extra stuff, too. I, I, uh, I've, I learned my lesson to not adopt before it came out. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a year of DC Universe that I just didn't use. That's so. what, yeah, when everyone subscribed to that, I was like, but what if it's not good? <laughs> That's why I did, like, I did monthly, and then when I wasn't liking it, I stopped, and then, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't re-up. It, it, yeah, I, we'll see. I mean, hopefully it's more cogent and put together than the original version of the service. Because, I mean, you, you galvanize your own audience when you have duplicative efforts. So the idea of we knew HBO Max was coming before DC Universe was launched, it's like, dude, it's the cross section of your audience is so ridiculously similar. Just make it this. Like, I don't know, like people, people buy into bespoke experiences, you know, like if it's just comics, if it's just content, if it's just social media, they don't usually double dip on things or they, they usually, they usually balk at double dipping. So it's like, hold off six months don't and and just stick with hbo max yeah well like i said i think warner media finally has some some adults running the ship so we'll see how see how it flies they haven't announced speaking about the shows on dc universe so swamp thing is going to be on hbo max we know that along with harlequin star girl is going to the cw um they haven't announced exactly what's going to happen with Titans, Titans Season 3. Yeah. And we were speculating before... Uh, 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 or, Brandon, do you have an update on that? Yeah, on DC Universe it says, HBO Max will be home for premium video content, blah, blah, blah. Originals like Young Justice Seasons 1 through 4, Titans Seasons 1 through right. 3, Doom Patrol Seasons 1 through 3, and DC Stargirl Season 1. So that's Titans oh, yeah. Season 3 included in that. Yeah, so uh, Stargirl is one of those, like... It's going to have first run on CW, but the the you know streaming home is going to be HBO, HBO Max. Max. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So Titans is going to HBO Max. Yep. Cool. Not, not that I really cared. I would have. <laughs> I would. I would have been fine if they had to put a bullet to Titans. To be to be honest, Titans was um, great until that finale. Remember that finale? 
Oh, remember Wonder Girl? Ta- Titans was great until that trailer. You know, the first trailer. <laughs> remember that first trailer? And I wa- and I'm not just a hater. I watched the entire first season. It got better. I watched the entire. I watched um, both seasons. I watched both seasons. It's not bad, but I would have been fine with them putting a bullet to it. Yeah. Um, and also, to, like, to clarify, it's Swamp Thing canceled. As yeah. Is. Like, there's no new yeah. Swamp Thing. Yet yeah, I've that seen they're people announced, think that. Right? That's not happening. Yeah, it's not new, period. It's the They're just rerunning the old stuff. And then they, like, <laughs> edited the show for CW Seed or some shit. Like, yeah. it's the same show. So, hey, congratulations, DC. You're doing something right. Yeah, you're, you're backtracked. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't there a question that we, we were talking about in, in the chat before um, we turned on the mics and turned on the cameras? Wasn't there a question as that we wanted to pose to JD in regards yeah. to how this impacted retail? In general, I'm if wondering all, what JD thinks yeah. about digital, yeah, digital comics. Well, let me put on my retailer hat. I hate it. (laughs) That's the show, everyone. We will see you later. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Um, Thanks for for joining us on this episode of Cranky Retailer Says. I hate it. But, J.D., as as both, as a person and a retailer, because you said you use Marvel Unlimited sometimes, you know. Well, I try to use Marvel Unlimited, and I wind up disappointed, so I give up. Um, Hmm. And, you know, for the show, we read, read most of the, well, not all of us. Some of us read all of the books digitally for the show every week. Um, so, as a retailer, I don't like it. It's not my favorite. Um, you know, digital comics are, they don't, they don't tickle me. But, sometimes it's really convenient. To have them on, have as much as you want on your iPad or whatever your your reading device is, and just have access to all of the books you want. If you're going on a trip or um, if you don't want to like lug your books around onto a bus or whatever, all that sort of stuff. I, I really like it for that sort of thing. But nothing has swayed me from wanting to read my paper. You know, JD, I have a question because so a lot of people talk about a lot of fans really want. De- um, both of these services to just be like day and date. If you subscribe to the service, you get the comics. What, so people, the main reason that people assume the companies don't do that is that shops will, will obviously be upset and might even stop selling their books. Would that be something you would do? And is it something you could do? Because it seems like shops, you know, especially with the coronavirus and stuff, I don't know that they have the ability to do that right now. Is that something you feel like you could do? Do, do what specifically? Uh, like stop drawing DC books if DC drop releases. a drop yeah drop a publisher yeah drop a publisher because they decide to potentially galvanize your numbers no I don't think that's something you would do yeah. or can do no because I still have so, I still have customers who I, well I would say the ninety nine percent of my customers don't read their comics digitally otherwise right. they wouldn't be right. my customers right so they come in yeah, can I and they have <laughs> subscriptions and they come and they pick up their paper books um, now some of them do a thing where they like their collectors, so they like to buy the print version, but they will use the little, the the tab that's inside Marvel Books for the free mm. digital version. I don't know if DC still does that. They, they were doing it for a while. Not really. Um, but I think they got rid of that. Um, can I, can I, I got a, I got a gripe. 
Um, part of me thinks that, or part of me believes that questions like that or, or, or conversations like that or will it eat this audience and do this and do this, I think they're, they're false equivalencies. Um, I, the, the habits of consumers are not necessarily galvanizing each other. Like if we're talking about will this book mess with the sales of this other book, that makes sense. But we're talking about different mediums completely. And research has shown that while one grows, the other one also grows. They don't feed off of each other. They're not the same. They're, the, the subsection of the audiences is what they like content-wise, not their habits as, as readers, physical or digital. So I do not think that the proliferation of digital comics will um, one-for-one eat away the sales of physical I think that the lack of promoting physical will eat away at physical. I just so like it's it's the false narrative of one is replacing the other that will kind of beget it happening. Not that they can't exist in the same space because I do think that they can. We're we're fucking proof of that. Yeah. The fact that we all do read physical and digital and don't hurt either one, support either one. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially can, you know, I, if you look at the sales of vinyl records this past year. Have gone up. Yeah. Even though music is is more readily available to every consumer than it has ever been in the entirety of the universe, people are still buying records. I just wonder, though, I wonder why they do it then, you know? Because, like, if they, like, you know, they're companies. They want to make money. So if the reason Mm -hmm. isn't that they're worried about shops, then why don't they, you know, just put it... I mean, I guess, you know, they make money oh, deeply. I, no, they, so. are, they are worried about shops. What I'm saying is that it's not a one or the other. It's a both. Mm. They're creating new offerings to get new audiences on board or rekindle old audiences that have disappeared, not to eat away at the audiences that currently uh, yeah. exist and have practices. So when we have the conversation of will it hurt this or that, I don't – like it could, but I don't think that that's the conversation that's worth ha- – or. I think it's a false conversation to have because they don't actively eat into each other. Do you know what I mean? Like they support each other, if anything. And and like I actually have to leave. But yeah. I think my final message is just always support something, right? There you don't go. Don't steal it. I agree. If you're like trade waiter up here. Uh, Me. Line is a trade waiter. That's great. You do it, though, through your favorite local shops, your small yep. businesses. Yep. Um, uh, Brandon, you're both, and you also like you're both. You support both, and you have a pull list, so you support your local shop. I'm mainly a physical reader or a trade reader, and I support my local shop. I do like some digital firsts, and I'll pay for them as go. But that's just the kind of person I am. I don't think that I don't think that digital has to disappear in order for physical to thrive. I think that it's just make sure you're always supporting your favorite model, and you'll keep getting books that's it yeah i think that's i think that's true i think the 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 danger though is is that as this medium has to grow and find more and more fan fans i think the fans of tomorrow more and more are going to the digital and and that is where that that's why you 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 can't go day and date because the the uh, 
the 12 year old who will soon be the 16 year old who will soon be the 20 year old and a 25 year old with disposable income will just as soon as the use that disposable income on something digital as opposed to going into the local comic book shop. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. The, the, I like the idea of, of um, marketplaces giving each other breathing space so the consumer can decide. Six-month wait, not a big deal. If it's super important to you to read the story, you seek elsewhere. If it's super not super, if it's super important for you to abandon physical, you wait the six months. Like that breathing space is great, and that's actually what made the the weird move of DC to go to different distributors and do day and date with normal bookstores felt weird because it was physical media versus physical media galvanizing the small business owners right. who now have to compete one-to-one with Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Whereas before it was small, uh, small uh, direct market shops were getting the books at least a week to two weeks early and it gave them breathing room and it allowed both to profit. Potentially those that, that wanted it from their store could get it. Those that, you know, had the, the, the ability to wait a month and get it through Amazon. They did that. Now it's, direct competition and i think that's shitty um guys i have to run what bye well, i, I mean, love you we have been doing this, this for yeah this, this two hours like a show to me yes yeah, yeah. um, let's sign off hang on let's get out of here let's get out of here because i gotta eat all right thank We're... you so much for joining us if you want to help the show you can go to patreon.com slash johnny destructo we also have a venmo if you want to send us money at jd's hero complex on venmo no you're holding up an absolute Carnage Omnibus. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna review this this week, you and me, Jay. Yeah, we are. And and book club. Don't everyone don't forget about book club. So I believe book club. So okay, so book club for the store happens every Tuesday night at eight p.m. Uh, book club is every other Tuesday, and then movie club are the alternating Tuesdays. We do a Zoom meeting. The next movie is going to be called Four Lions which is this Tuesday at 8 o'clock. The following Tuesday will be the book that Noel was just holding up called Basket Full of Heads, which is a OGN by um, Joe Hill. Steve, a very large name right there. Stephen King's son. Uh, but for Book Club Within the Confines of the Cult Pop Podcast, uh, we're going to be reviewing next Sunday at 10.30 a.m. the week's books, but then we're also going to be talking about... Eternals by Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr. Yeah! Which is up. The, the original. I gotta the, read um, that book. <laughs> I actually I started it last night, and it's funny you mentioned it's nice seeing good John Romita Jr. This is good John Romita Jr. Nice, yeah. It's, it's good. Be, it's before everything was like hyper digital colored. It's actually really good. Um, please like and subscribe and share if you like if you like the YouTube whatever we're doing here. Bye, Noel. If you like all this stuff, please share it. Please help us out. We're a fledgling little baby little baby channel so we could use all the help that we can get um, oh I, I got rid of Brandon. um len where can people find you 
Hey, you can find me right here in my house uh, in Philadelphia. Check me out. How you doing? There's a Primo's down the street. I'm about to go get me a sandwich because I'm Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, no, and you can also find me at any place and every place that you find Black Tribbles at Black Tribbles on all the social medias. Look us up on podcasts wherever you find podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Help us get it. We are inching ever so close to 1,000 subscribers, so we'd love to have some more. And check us out every Monday where we review Lovecraft Country and Thursdays with our radio show and we got more and more uh, fun things coming. We got a big event we're going to be uh, announcing in a couple of weeks so stay tuned. Holla at a triple. Also check out the Houston Chronicle, right? Oh yes, the Houston Chronicle uh, where my other show, the Me Show Mission uh, we had a story, that uh, a spotlight on there as well. Thank you, Brandon. I was Mm -hmm. appreciate you. Oh, as far as me, since JD just left, as far as me, uh, I, I'm in the YouTube comments a lot. If anyone wants to comment there, I'll probably show up. So, yeah, that's about it. And JD? Yes, what? Where can we? <laughs> it's time for you to sign us off, my brother. All right. I thought I already did all that stuff. Uh, you can follow me at JD's Hero Complex on Twitter. Um, oh, so we're going to be doing Thunder Rounds on the YouTube channel uh, throughout the week. Also, I'm thinking of a new horror. I think it's called the Spooky Time Sleepover. I'm going to be doing that. Uh, I'm working on a new um, horror-based uh, YouTube sub-channel thing. Um, I guess that's it. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk at you later. Da-da-da!